0: I'm Zach
1: and I'm Michelle
0: and this is a couple games gaming podcast
1: it has been a very long time since we have had an episode of a couple games so you know what we're just kind of getting back into the swing of things and if you're listening welcome back
0: if you haven't been listening welcome
1: welcome yes this is our final episode of 2021 we are making it with just you know a couple days to spare And we are ready to just kind of share some life updates with you guys and some recent plays. There are just a few because we've been a little busy. And then get into our favorite games that have been new to us in 2021.
0: So to get things started off, we're just going to update you on what's been going on in our life and why we haven't recorded in over a month.
1: It's been almost two months.
0: Almost two months. You're right.
1: Because our last episode that we were wanting to record actually ended up being the day that our second son was born. Yep. So, we've been busy the past six weeks uh, not sleeping. Busy not sleeping, I guess is what, I don't know, you'd say. Yeah. Um. So, and at any moment, we could get interrupted because that's just how it's going at the moment.
0: Yeah, and having two is definitely more uh, time-consuming than having just one little
1: one yes so we've just had our hands full trying to adjust to newborn and just turning three-year-old all at the same time because that happened to our other son turned three in the past couple weeks so it's just been a lot and then of course christmas and family and everything it's everything just else. been a blur uh but you know we're here and we're excited to be recording another episode and we have played a few games.
0: Right. And that's part of it, too, is we really can't do a board gaming podcast if we don't play games, right? And that's that's honestly been a struggle, too, is getting games to the table. But we did get some games to the table. And the first one we got was...
1: Patchwork Christmas. Yep. That was the first game we got to play uh, probably about two weeks in, I would say. Something like that, too um our second son being born and that was good i did horrible i had an all-time low score
0: (laughs) yeah i did i did really well it was a great game for me (laughs) not
1: sure how i did as bad as i did but we did leave a piece off and i'm convinced that's what that just threw off my whole
0: just threw off the whole game that one little piece that was stuck in the box
1: yeah i know but I really, I really did have the worst scoring game. I just could never land on pieces that had buttons, or if there were button options, I didn't have enough money to buy them buttons to buy them.
0: Yeah, and if if you haven't heard us talk about Patchwork before, it's a very fun game for two players that uses these Tetris-style pieces where you're trying to fill in your board. And I looked over at Michelle's board and just she had all these gaps and holes, and I was I was like, what is she doing?
1: I just. No, <laughs> Caps and holes there were just not any button pieces
0: that too but
1: a combination of just bad bad decision making on my part and bad luck yeah equaled a score of six or something
0: Yeah, it was really low it was pretty bad but it was still fun for me at least you know
1: yeah it's a happy game yeah Christmassy game it was christmas christmas time it's still christmas time so yeah
0: yeah Another game we've got in recently was The Taverns of Tiefenthal.
1: Yes, we got to play some taverns a few nights ago while we were watching Emily in Paris. Oh, yeah. Which also, great show on Netflix.
0: Yeah, it's a pretty good one.
1: Zach got sucked into it from me. It it. wasn't his pick, but yeah, it's such a great show. I'm sad that we've already finished it.
0: It's only
1: 12 episodes and they're 30 minutes or less, so they fly by.
0: That's the way Netflix shows go, you know. I just started The Book of Boba Fett on Disney+, and they only do one episode a week, so. Oh, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Oh, that's probably, like, the Sex and the City and just like that. I don't think I watched... Oh, I'm behind. You're behind? Yeah, I'm definitely behind. I haven't watched it this past. You I didn't watch it last week, though.
0: Oh, you were watching the old one.
1: Yeah, I didn't... So I need to get updated on that. So I've been watching that. Zach doesn't watch that one,
0: though. No, I don't watch that. But I'll play my solo games. or I played some Marvel Champions while you were watching it one night with um, my friends Brady and Tanner over a Tabletop Simulator. So it's been a lot of fun. They're learning the game and enjoying it.
1: Yeah. What else have we been watching? Because we've been watching a lot because we're just too tired to do anything else. (laughs) Because we were... Up until last night, we were going on max three hour intervals of sleep, yeah, like three hours was the longest we got in a row, up until last night, where we got six, which was amazing,
0: yeah, that was awesome the We watched that show Dynasty
1: oh, yeah, 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 Dynasty came back on Netflix anyway, it had been on another yeah network that we didn't have. Dynasty's really good. We've watched all four seasons
0: of that now. Yeah. Highly recommend. What's another game we've played since this is a board gaming podcast? I know, but we've <laughs> just
1: been doing, you know, a mix of things.
0: We did play Welcome to the Christmas edition of Welcome to where you're stringing the Christmas lights together.
1: Yes, and I did really well on that one yeah, actually. Yeah, I think
0: you you murdered me. Well it was we we mentioned taverns, then we got off on the uh TV tangent. You ended up winning Taverns. Taverns is a game where you're, you're running a tavern and you get to upgrade pieces and you're drafting dice in order to serve customers, things like that. And Michelle had, we tallied up the score and I had won.
1: Yes, but I realized I forgot to grab another Noble.
0: Yeah. She should have grabbed, stack. which is a 10 point thing. And she would have lost to me by... One point. One or two points, yeah.
1: And then I realized I needed one more noble. So she beat stack. me by
0: ten or eight or something like that.
1: Yeah. So the more beer you sell, the more guests get into your guest book because, like, you're selling your beer in this game to patrons, so they sign right. your guest book, and, and if you get so many signatures in your guest book, you get a noble. That's one way to get a noble. There's multiple ways to get nobles. Mm -hmm. there's so many different strategies you could go for in this game which I think is why we like it so much yeah you know you could pick a different part of your board to upgrade each time you could go all in on upgrades or you could go all in on selling beer
0: yeah and it's it has an expansion coming out that we ordered but it's it's coming from like England or something so we wanted to get the base game in again before we ventured off into that but taverns is a really cool game because it has what they call modules so you can play just the the game with no modules and it's very vanilla you know very entry level and then if you want to add complexity or more interesting choices you add these modules in like you can add schnapps and the michelle mentioned the guest book and things like that so it makes it a little more fun for people that are into games because I think the first time we played it, we didn't play with anything, and you I don't think you liked it very much.
1: Not at all.
0: Yeah. Which I've heard other uh, the board game podcasts I listen to, they played it, and he was like, why would you play this without the...
1: All of it.
0: All of it. <laughs> so, but it makes it more accessible, I think.
1: Yeah.
0: So, but that's Taverns of Tiefenthal.
1: What else have we played...
0: We played... Well, you got a new game for Christmas.
1: Yes. We played Calico like a day or two ago. Yeah. And Calico is a game where you are building a... Cool. You're piecing together a quilt. Yeah. And it's all based on colors and patterns. It's a very abstract kind of puzzle-thinky game.
0: Yeah, there's a lot...
1: The rules aren't hard at all, but doing it and executing it well is very challenging.
0: Right. The the only thing you're doing on your turn is you have you have two tiles in your hand that you pick one of them. It goes somewhere on your board. Yep. Then you draft one of three tiles and that's that's your turn. But what you're trying to do is score these certain objectives on your board that say, you know, you you can't have any of the same pattern or color around this tile or you can't have you have to have two groups of each pattern on this tile, and and then you're also trying to attract cats to your based board based on
1: color or pattern. pattern. Yeah, I think they're pattern. Pattern, that's right. And then if your you get buttons or color,
0: right? If you get groups of the same color, you get buttons on your quilt, and so it's you're trying to balance where to put this color, and but it's this pattern. Can it go right here? It would really need, and it really needs to go right there.
1: Yeah, and we played on the beginner basic level because we actually started this game. No, we set it up one night, and then our son just did not want to go down. Like, we ended up trying to get him down for an hour and a half. Our youngest son. Yes. Meanwhile, now our oldest son just gets out of bed whenever he wants to and shows up in our room. And so that started right as newborn was coming home. So that's been a great combination. Um. I feel like it's really creepy when he, when we just, like, wake up and he's standing there right there in the bed. And we're like, oh, my gosh. Yeah,
0: it's a little bit. <laughs> oh, you hear the door. Yeah, you You're hear like, the oh, door gosh. open. Is it uh, Easter or a murder? Yeah.
1: Um, so, anyways, we set up this game. We set up Calico and then we did end up playing it. So yep. we had to play it the next morning. Somehow we ended up playing it the next morning. Fine. I mean, I feel like we had some interruptions, but we got it. We got it. Yeah. down and I thought I was doing better than I actually did but I know what I would do differently next time Like I feel like you need to in this game the quilt has these objectives in the middle of the board that's how you know what patterns to go for or what colors to go for you need to go for the very very middle first because I feel like that's the hardest to accommodate you know what I'm saying Like because there's some objectives that share a tile Mm. So you need to hit those first because those that are the hardest sense. ones. Because so, you're trying to basically s- satisfy both objectives at the yeah. same time.
0: Some of them, though, you don't know what you're going for because it's like you need a group of tiles. And it could be any group.
1: Right. But it, it just be just, the same group, Yeah, The same whatever pattern, polka dots or stripes or floral.
0: Yeah. And it's...
1: There's it's, a lot of patterns, too. There. There's, like,
0: six. There's six patterns and six colors, I think we so talked about. So there's just so
1: many combinations. They could come up. But I started on the perimeter of my board, and I think it'd be better to start. Look In down. the middle. Mm-hmm.
0: Next time. You
1: can so I'm going to try that. Try it out.
0: We had our our son, he, you know, he saw us playing, and he was interested, our, our oldest son. Yeah. And so we set him out, like, a little board and just gave him a stack of tiles, and he Oh yeah! started placing them in and
1: And that was really that worked so well because he just played with and they're hexagon shaped pieces and so he just started placing them on his board however he wanted to and he was completely entertained while we played and it was great
0: yeah it was pretty awesome so
1: so it's even good for three-year-olds in that sense
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's that's where we're at with he got some games for christmas but he's (laughs) playing with the pieces phase of his life he's not actually interested in the game
1: how did the race car abba game go with him
0: monza so he got monza which is like michelle said abba game he just wants to you know go vroom vroom around the track you know mm-hmm. it's you're supposed to roll these dice and then move it kind of candy land style but you get to pick where you want to go kind of what color and all that it's
1: like imagine candy land but four lanes
0: yeah imagine a four-lane candy land and you roll dice instead of draw one card and it's six dice and you can move as far as you possibly can with those six dice and you won't be the first one to finish so it it sounds really cool i'm really excited for him to get into it but you know it's still a toy you know if he wants to go vroom vroom around the thing that's
1: Yes, he also got an uh, a game that's like shoots and ladders.
0: Yeah, it's like dinosaurs, but it's yeah, shoots but it's and ladders.
1: Dinosaurs and snakes.
0: It's like something. volcanoes or Volcano. something. Yeah, it's so you go up dinosaur tracks or you slide down volcanoes, which doesn't make much sense, but whatever, you know.
1: Yeah. He's been playing with that board and the little pieces, the dinosaur cardboard characters.
0: Yeah. So but it's been a lot of fun, you know, and but on the opposite end of the complexity scale from those games is we played one of our favorites, or at least my favorite, underwater cities.
1: We did get in underwater cities. How did we do that? I'm trying to even remember when we played that one.
0: I don't know. (laughs) We also played
1: we played I don't know, Concordia too. So there's been a couple of heavier games that we've that's the hard thing too is we we thought about recording and we're like, oh, we want to play these games. If we, like, have this time, we want to play. Yeah. It's been several times where we pick playing a game over recording.
0: Yeah. Sorry, listeners.
1: Yeah. So, with Underwater Cities, we we did we use anything new?
0: We didn't use the the Discovery board that's in the expansion, but we used the... Uh, what's... I don't know the name of them, but they're... So your player board, but there's extra costs with benefits on your board so something may cost an extra steel or an extra kelp to build there in a certain space but it generates double resources or it gives you a, a point when you do it or
1: okay
0: yeah so asymmetric a asymmetric boards gotcha yeah okay i don't know, I don't know what you're talking about now like, yeah, yeah.
1: My objectives at the end of each city
0: well that's 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 an all of them oh, okay. but some of them had like yours you didn't you couldn't get a certain color city you didn't have to build the yours didn't have a space to build the double tunnel oh okay yeah so but it was a lot of fun. I don't remember who won that, do you you won.
1: I think I barely did.
0: Yeah, you won. No, we tied.
1: That's right.
0: And you had the tiebreaker. I don't remember what the tiebreaker was.
1: It's it was the how far you are up that track.
0: Oh, the, the federation
1: track or something? Yeah,
0: it's the thing that decides turn order at the end of a round. You had gone up like with your last With my last turn.
1: turn. I was like, "Let me just go up this track cuz it's all I can do. Maybe it'll help me."
0: Yeah, but underwater suits it's it's a more complex game where you're you're building cities underwater and you're attaching kelp farms and desalination plants to them and things like that and trying to be the best underwater city builder but yeah
1: so i don't know what else to say about that one
0: yeah but you mentioned concordia
1: yep concordia i'm just always gonna lose this game i like it it's just
0: yeah i'm not good at it I don't know. I don't have... I think... I mean, you were kind of following my advice on getting cards, which Concordia is a game where I don't know. I almost think of it as like Catan, but with cards instead of dice, you know, because you can, you build, you're building little cities on these locations and you're playing cards to trigger them sometimes. And they'll produce, and you can build on other people's cities, so you're, you know, it's kind of like you're building on same people's hexes in Catan. Uh, anyways.
1: It's more complicated, for sure, than Catan. A little bit, a little bit. Because you're also trying to use your boat or your people to claim cities, build different things. That's kind of like the roads
0: in Catan, though, you know? You gotta be connected to it before yeah. you can build on it.
1: And then, I mean, you're building a deck. It's deck I means it's really a deck-building game, too. Yeah. But you need a lot of resources to buy the good cards. Yeah.
0: But on your turn, you, you play a card and you do what it says. But what's cool is all these cards have a scoring condition at the bottom. So you, you know what you're trying to accomplish. And you're, you want to buy more cards. That's a good strategy to have is get more cards so you have more scoring opportunities. But you also want to get out all your houses, you want to have a lot of money, things like that.
1: I liked in this game that we played that we each had that special object, like we each had something special that we could do, ability.
0: We we played with the Salsa expansion, which lets you have, you can get uh, player powers basically every time you kind of refresh your hand. If you refresh enough, you get to take a player power which that was really cool and there there's some that are like we started the game with i think one that was like all the time anytime we do something we get to do something special like you got to copy didn't you get to copy something
1: any card that was out I yeah any card it. that
0: was in the market michelle could use that
1: was really helpful I think the downside of that was I didn't go for some cards because I could you do could the ability without them, it. yeah, and then that hurts you with in-game scoring. Because mm-hmm. there were se- there were several times I was like, man, why even go for that card? I can just have this ability for several turns because Zach wasn't going for it, and then I lose out on those points.
0: Yeah, mine mine was when I bought brick. My first brick was free, so that in this action in this game, when you buy. Stuff you can sell one thing, buy another thing, or sell two things, or buy two things. But brick you need for pretty much every building you can build. And so mine was, you know, your first brick is free every time you buy brick, so. Right. But yeah, that's Concordia. I I really like it. It's a good game. It's neat because it comes with a bunch of maps that you can play on, which I don't know.
1: Yeah, we haven't. A lot how of different
0: the maps make it yeah
1: we played on a map we hadn't played on before though this past time
0: we did didn't we No, yeah, i think we just played on the one that's like the whole mediterranean right oh i
1: thought we narrowed yeah. it yeah I I we
0: need to try the little small island one it's supposed to be good for smaller player counts
1: Hmm.
0: yeah but
1: let's do that i think that's all of our
0: all of our recent plays yeah, At least I all know, the in-depth ones.
1: Yeah, there's another one we're going to wait to talk about. We've yeah, introduced ourselves to the crew, but we're going to wait to really hit that one until next episode.
0: Yeah, the the crew 2, the one that's underwater. Because there was one that came out in space, and then this is the sequel. It's supposed to be a little better. Hmm. Same game, but a little more diverse. So, But those were our recent places. Stick around. We're going to talk about our top new to us games Games
1: of 2021 as you guys know we are proud members of the gateway network which is a group of content creators that centers itself all around board games of course and we want to shout out one of those special gateway members i'm gonna let zach take it away with that
0: yes so bad board game covers on instagram is also a member of the gateway network and he ran a fantastic i don't know what to call it fantasy board game league Mm -hmm. over the last couple months which we each drafted four board games on our team and basically you went head to head with somebody else that was in the league and in different categories and then uh, bad board games covers he posted it he he tallied up all the votes and made the spreadsheets and all that stuff. It, it, the amount of work that had to go into that is insane. It's just, it's it, was aw- aw- it was awesome. Yeah. It was one of the most fun things I've done on Instagram and in I don't know how long, but it was a lot of fun. I made it to the playoffs, which was c- really cool, but you know, I did not. <laughs> <I laughs> show in the not. bottom of the pack. <laughs> yeah. But it was still a lot of fun.
1: I feel like I, I did lose a little bit of motivation towards the end
0: having the baby and all
1: but i was also like you know 38 39 weeks pregnant and i was just like i couldn't do much of anything anymore at that point
0: so yeah but this is a shout out to the bad board game cover instagram account go check him out he's got some really cool stuff and he does play little games where if you can try to see if he blurs out a board game cover and you can try to figure out what it is but
1: lots of good stuff there
0: yeah yeah Listeners, this is our top five of 2020 or top five
1: games in 2021.
0: Yes, and these are games that were new to us in 2021, they're not necessarily released in 2021. But
1: you want to get things started with the first one that came to your mind?
0: Yeah, the first one that came to my mind, these aren't necessarily in order, but this one, if I had to pick this, would be my number one, would be to Kenyu.
1: I also had to Kenny on my list.
0: Yeah, it's just, it's honestly, it's not one I would have picked out, but it was a Christmas present to Michelle. And
1: last year, but it didn't come until 2021, like January.
0: Right, right. And we played it on a Friday and then we played it on a Saturday and then we played it again on the following Sunday. And we never play a game consecutively like that, especially big games like this.
1: Right, and we've still played it. We've introduced it to Matt and Sarah. I just think that it's it's such an addicting game, even though it'll, like, frustrate you to no end. It's in a good way, I yeah. suppose.
0: Yeah, there's just, there's a lot of strategies and avenues to go down, and the, you can make the setup very variable, so it's different every time. and It's just really cool. Really cool game.
1: Yeah, it's like you want to try a different strategy each time because you want to see how far it'll take you.
0: Right. Yeah, and there's... I mean, you'll be sitting there watching... You know, I'll sit there and going down the statues or something, but then you know, I'll look over. Michelle's getting all these, like, player powers. I'm like, the oh, that's cool. The cards.
1: The cards. Yeah, yeah,
0: the cards. I'm like, man, that's really cool. i want to go for that next time. But, but, yeah. But that was... My first pick is Takinyu. So, just awesome game
1: yeah so the actual first game that i wrote down on my list was rolling realms
0: really rolling realms that surprises me not that it's a bad game it's just
1: it's probably because it's fairly new and recent and so like we've played it a lot the past month and a half or so and i just like that it combines so many different elements of all the stonemaier games that we like yeah and it's very easy to play and catch on, especially if you've already played a lot of Stonemeyer games, which we have.
0: Yeah. No, it definitely has. And honestly, it makes me interested in the games that we don't have that are Meyer, like Euphoria and things like that. I'll, I'll look them up sometimes. I'm like, what's this about? You know, I want to know more about this. But it's a really cool game and it's very unique in that it's it's dry erase cards.
1: Yeah, which it doesn't sound like a game I would be super into, but I don't know. Yeah, all it is is dry race cards. You keep up the resources on the cards. You bark up the cards in certain ways to keep track of your points. We've played it just sitting on the couch because it's that convenient. Yeah. Um, we have like a big tray that we put the cards on that keeps it organized or whatever. Right not just roaming
0: all over the couch. That would
1: be a little chaotic. Definitely. But, yeah, Rolling Realms really stuck out to me this year.
0: No, it's definitely a standout. I gotta pull my list back up. <laughs> but that's a that's a good pick. The next one on my list would have to be Red Rising. So, this is another Stonemeyer game. But Red Rising, if you haven't listened to the podcast before, it was my... It's my favorite book series of all time, I would have to say. And I really like Scythe and Vitty Culture* and other Stonemeyer games. So when he said, you know, I'm making a Red Rising game, I was like, oh my gosh, this is going to be awesome. And it, when it came out, it's, it's not exactly what I envisioned for a Red Rising board game, but it's something super unique, super fun and approachable that you know i can kind of get anyone into if they're fan of the books and they're you know they're they're not big board gamers they could play this game and it's still fun for me too it's not it's not very it's not super light but
1: i had a feeling you'd pick red rising it wasn't on my favorite of but i do think it's still like it's a fun game i don't love it but i like it
0: yeah, I think it's it's a very pretty game, in my opinion, and it, it fills in a niche on our shelf that no other game kind of does.
1: It's just very different, like the what hand collection, is that what you call it? Yeah,
0: hand management, hand collection. Hand management. Yeah.
1: We don't have any other game that's really like that.
0: Right, that's what I mean. It's very niche.
1: So it's, it's always going to stick around.
0: Yeah. And it's, like I said, it's a beautiful game. And my favorite book series, so that's one reason I'll stick around. True.
1: It's still pretty high up on our shelf for all to see, too. It's kind of been on display all year yeah. since you got it. All right, so um, another one I had for this year is Dinner in Paris.
0: Dinner in Paris. That's a good one. That's a yeah. good one. It's not going to make my list. but yeah, I knew it wouldn't, but
1: I love the, the theme of it. It goes with our Emily in Paris, you know, dinner in <laughs> Paris. Just we've yeah. been to Paris before, but one day we'll go. Um, when I went, I was like 17. so It's been forever. Um, but being able to collect the resources to build the restaurants or build the 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 potato free free the potato stand, French fry stand. And
0: yeah.
1: Um, there's a pizzeria, and so you need the different ingredients to build each type of restaurant around the square you can also mess the other person up so there's a lot of player interaction in this game or potential for player interaction yeah
0: and i I really like that about the game there the few things i i don't want to say dislike but things that could be improved are the pigeon cards for one i feel like they're too repetitive there's too many of the same ones
1: i do i would agree with that
0: they need to vary up the pigeon powers that you can get in the game which that's a weird concept anyways, if you build a little thing on a pigeon square, you get a pigeon card, and so, and it's a certain power, whatever, the, the resource cards, which are the ingredients you need to build your restaurants, somehow, like, sometimes it's, you're just drawn off the top of the deck, which doesn't, doesn't feel great to me, it's like, I, I need one ingredient, it's not out on the board, I can't, I can't grab it, I can't, spend money to get this ingredient you know it's like there needs to be a way to like
1: a drafting type of or
0: maybe something where you can mitigate because you are drafting from like you know a river of cards but there yeah. has to be something to mitigate that i need this one ingredient it's not coming up can like i like a
1: wild or something a
0: wild or a pigeon card that lets you do something or Maybe but, and there might be one that does that, or a way to spend money, like you can substitute for money for any ingredient or something like that. Mm. You know, I don't know. That's just my thought, but, but yeah, yeah. Other than that, I I like the game. I like the player interaction. I like building the restaurants and the little uh, what are they called? The little squares that you put on the board, little patios.
1: Yeah, Patios. There might be a more specific name. There's
0: more, yeah. I can't think of it. Terrace. Terrace. That's what it is, yeah. Yeah. So, but that's a, a... I knew you would like that one. So, the next one on my list is kind of... Kind of controversial. And I bet you'll pick another one if you don't. Then we'll talk about it. But Dune Imperium.
1: The game you sold and then bought back?
0: Yes yes
1: you got rid of it and then you're like dang it and then yeah cut it out so
0: and... this game is what this game I I got it and I I ordered it I was super excited about it because all the reviews are really hot on it and then we played it didn't we play it with Matt and Sarah for the first time I thought or did me and you play it me one time and you before play-
1: that I thought we played it and then we played it the four of us and then we played it
0: again. Maybe. I would have to go look, but it's, I don't know. It, it does have that thing where I think a four player game takes a little bit too long, you know, but there, there's something in there. They have like a app, the board game publisher does to where you can have a blitz mode. So you kind of jump start the game, which I think we should try if we ever do four player again, but <laughs> it's a Dune Imperium deck building worker placement game. It's just, I don't know, I've I've been thinking about it lately, I've seen the Dune movie now, so maybe that affects it too, so I kind of get more of the characters, but I don't know, something about it, it's just, it's it has worker placement, it has deck building, which is cool, and it has kind of a little combat thing where you're trying to win the battle, you know?
1: Yeah, it does have the combat aspect that does kind of make it more unique compared to other Deck building worker placement games, but I still just it tears me up. A game that has a track that's only 10 points and people can knock you down, it just takes it feels like it takes so long to get one point. And you feel like you're doing sometimes it felt like I was doing a hundred things and I was getting one point for it, and the next turn, that per the next person would just knock me right back down. And so then I'm just like, what's the point? What's the point in working this hard to get a point, and then maybe, maybe get one point, and then just have it knocked back down again?
0: Well, if, I think the only way you can lose points in the game is that where you have the alliance. What
1: happened with to me? Other
0: players, or not other players, but like the factions.
1: Multiple times.
0: Well, it's like you get a point, but that point it can be taken away from you. And Easily. there's there's three, maybe four fact things on the board like that. So if you If you go up a certain track high enough, if you get a point, but if somebody goes higher than you, they're going to take that point away from you. So you just got to watch it or you got to get to the top. I think if you get to the top, you lock it in. That could be wrong on that, but.
1: Which is still really difficult to do. You have to do a bunch of things before that's even a possibility.
0: You're right. So, and I know you like more of the point salad games where you're, you know, you're getting points for, you get a lot of points.
1: Yeah, or they're just not easily taken away from you. <laughs> I mean, yeah. But I know we don't have many games like that, so it's yeah, good that we have at least one.
0: Yeah, but I don't know. Do Imperium? It would got it. We played it a few times. It left us because I was like, Michelle's not gonna play this game with me. And then I got it again. So, what's the next one on your list?
1: I have taverns on my list.
0: Taverns. Taverns of Teethal. We talked about it earlier in the episode. That's a good pick.
1: And we've played it a lot. This, we really have. This year. Just, I, I really do feel like we've played it multiple times. I feel like I've got a good strategy down with it. It's fun. It's just like the fun little tavern theme. The characters are really cute in the game.
0: Yeah. Oh, I, have I have a I, question. We're, so, we're,
1: we're, sorry. Go ahead.
0: No, I didn't want did to interrupt you.
1: I was saying we already talked about it, you know, this episode. Multiple episodes this
0: year. Yeah. Go ahead. So it's from the same designer as Quacks of Uh Mm Quedlinburg.
1: I knew that.
0: Do you see any, I don't know, connection between those two games? Because a lot of people talk about, they think Quacks is too random, but then they talk about how they don't, there are some people that talk about how they don't like taverns because... I don't know. It's too hard to do stuff.
1: No, I really don't.
0: You don't see connections or anything?
1: I mean, because they're just... They're such different games. You have a... They really are. ...press your luck game. And you know that going into Quacks, you know it's going to be random. That's the point. That's kind of what makes it fun. Yeah. You don't have the expectation of... I can plan this out. You know, like in taverns, you can... You can do more with strategy and, and planning it out. So I go into it with a different mindset than I do quacks.
0: Got you. No, I was just thinking about it. Somebody, I read something on it a while back that was like taverns. Because when you buy a card in taverns, it goes on top um, of your deck,
1: Right. So you mitigate the random.
0: You mitigate the randomness a little bit. You can kind of strategize there. or it quacks. You throw it in a bag and you might never see that chip ever.
1: Yeah. But you know that going in. Yeah. So it's just kind of the. The expectation
0: of the game you're going to play, you know? Yeah. So, that's cool. So, Tavern, that's a good pick. That's a good pick. Let's see. There's one on here. I think you're going to pick. So, and if you don't, I'll, I'll shout it out. We'll do 11 games or something. But my next pick is... Oh, there's so many. I'm going to go with Overboss.
1: I have that on my list. Oh, okay.
0: You have Overboss on your list. Overboss, it's the... has the cool i don't know 8-bit 16-bit Some it's, it's the old nintendo style video
1: game themed
0: yeah board game right which this one is a tile tile laying game where you're kind of building your world your nintendo world or however and you're sticking monsters in it and things like that
1: and this was one of the very first kickstarter games i you threw at me initiated yeah that and what chai t for two that we're still waiting on.
0: Yeah, it's going to be a few months of that.
1: But... Uh, but anyway, Overboss, yes, it's fun to kind of think of the different abilities that each land will get you point-wise. Mm-hmm. And pair those together, that kind of helps you um, with your in-game scoring. Yeah. There's a little bit of randomness with how the tiles are drawn. But you do get to still pick from a handful for each turn. Yeah. Forget the little monster guys. They.
0: They called minions. Mini boss. Mini boss. There's well, well, there are mini bosses, but then there's also
1: just monsters that that are supposed to match each terrain, terrain, each kind of like world. Really. Yeah. Um, and you get more points for matching those, and then there's the having them in a certain row or column qualifies them as a band, yeah, and that gets you more points, so there's just there's a lot of scoring opportunities, and you gotta balance it out right,
0: yeah, and it's really cool because you have your own boss power too, which makes the game different that you can use different land types. Sorry about that. We had to pause for a little bit. Our youngest is here joining us. I don't know if we uh, said that in the first round, but he's starting to get a little fussy, so we had to cut it off. But I think we just talked about Overboss.
1: Yes, we were wrapping that one up. And I was going to be talking about my next one. Which is? Which I was super torn between, and I still might do like an honorable mention. But I'm going to go ahead and go with
0: castles of burgundy castles of burgundy an oldie but a goodie because
1: it took us so long to get that game
0: it really did so i i don't know the exact publishing year of that but it was it's either like 2011 or 2014 or something but it's yeah i don't know to me and i still say this cover just looks kind of bland and that's why i never sought it out i heard it was a good game but i know michelle's all about you know, good-looking games. I didn't think it looked that good. But
1: It is a more bland game, but it's still it's something that always caught my eye ever since I started looking at board games, you know, early 2020. <laughs> Not that long ago. And I'm really glad we got this. We have the original edition. Yeah. We talk about getting the updated up whatever. Yeah, they know.
0: have like a 10th anniversary edition or something like that. And it looks really nice to me there's and there that's a hot topic out in the board game world if, but
1: I like having the original I think it's fine and we don't play it a ton, but I do we have played it a handful of times this yeah. year
0: and it's a fun one I, I, I really enjoy that one
1: it's just there's a lot of strategy roll two dice each round, and the number that it lands on dictates your choice and what you can do but I love how you can collect the workers that let you raise or or lower the dice which is a critique of taverns that you can't lower dice in that game it's like the one big critique i do have
0: yeah because there is something where you can raise the die
1: yeah because it's a very similar play taverns and um, castles the way you take your turn is very similar so you you need to sometimes lower the dice if you you know i mean i guess You get to roll more dice in taverns, so maybe that's the justification there.
0: Yeah, you're rolling more and you're drafting what you need, but again, it's...
1: In Castles, it's only two dice. So, it is a long game, though. Sometimes it goes on a long time. Yeah. Castles. Well, that's that's
0: a critique of it, too. It's good, but people say they'll never play it with more than two people, maybe three. Mm, Because I think it goes up to four, yeah hmm so to each their own though but that's a good pick i like castles
1: yep did you have one more?
0: i have at least one or two more <laughs> so uh the next one on my list is gonna be lorenzo il magnifico oh
1: that's a good one
0: yeah i really like this one too this is another one where they are dice involved but basically at the beginning of the round you roll you roll three dice and everybody's workers are kind of dictated by those three and so it's not like anybody rolled better than anybody else it's just you know how do you use those numbers to your advantage and you're trying to get cards in your tableau or you're trying to run your your tableau to generate resources or points or money so it's just i don't know it's a really cool one we've got the expansion to it and it's yeah, it's really neat.
1: Yeah, we've only played it two or three times.
0: Yeah, we've only played it a couple times. Uh, but
1: it's been good each time. and Lots of different tracks, card set collections that you're really trying to aim for. Yeah. I, I, would, I would like to see this at more than two people. Yeah? Because I feel like we've always gone for opposite collections. And so I wonder what would happen if like, you're truly trying to go for something that's the same with someone else. I think there'd be a lot more... Competition. Competition, or just blocking people more than there is so with just two, which I think would kind of make the game more interesting.
0: Yeah. Mm. Well, we should float it out somewhat next time we have people over. Yeah.
1: Definitely so. I mean, I put one more, but I've already listed my five, I think. Or I guess I think we had some overlap. Yeah.
0: yeah.
1: Uh, the other one I did list was Lost Ruins. Lost
0: Ruins. Okay, I knew you were going to talk about this one. That's why throughout lorenzo
1: so lost ruins of Arnak is kind of the competition to do an imperium
0: yeah they're both deck builder work replacement games but they're very different in my opinion
1: yes and i feel like lost ruins just looks a lot better has a lot better component
0: it does and i would say it maybe is a better two-player game as well
1: two-player yes and i i like how I do like the difference of Dune, how there is the combat, because there's nothing, you're playing against the game in Lost Ruins, not each other, whenever you are fighting the monsters. Right. You know what I'm talking about? Like, you're against each other, but you're just fighting a monster, and to fight that monster, it's based on your your hand.
0: Really. Yeah, and the really the only player reaction is, oh, I took the spot you wanted to go to. And there's there's a little bit of race element up the tracks, but I don't our know our dogs, dogs are, are acting really weird. Yeah, to ruin this. but yeah, joys of you know parenthood and dog parenthood, you know. <laughs> but anyways, Lost Ruins it has a cool theme too. It's kind of like an Indiana Jones type feel to it. Yes, and the components are really nice. the little tablets and spearheads and rubies
1: yeah i was supposed to say jibs
0: yeah we need to upgrade the the compasses and the uh the coins we do but
1: make them match everything
0: else yeah but besides that the i think you hit all the ones the the other on the honorable mention i have on here is high society which i got as a christmas present last year but it's a higher well, I say higher player count. I think it only goes to from like three to six, three to five, something like that. But it's a very simple bidding game.
1: Bidding game, yeah.
0: Yeah, where you're you're trying to get stuff that's worth points, but so you're bidding using money. But if you if you're the person that spent the most money during the game, then you lose. Like you're just out of before even scoring happens, you're out. Which is a neat thing. It's a neat balance where you want to, you know, be the most efficient person.
1: Yes, and we can't even, we've like lost this game. Yeah. We, we took it somewhere. We
0: took it, we took it to your mom's for I think your sister's birthday or your birthday. I don't remember which one. But we took it over to your mom's and I don't know. It's, maybe it's in a bag somewhere.
1: We need to find it.
0: Yeah, I know. Because it's a good one. I I don't know. I was, I was looking for to either today or yesterday because my family's coming in for New Year's, and I was like, "Oh, this would be a cool thing to just have if maybe we could play it." But yeah,
1: we'll look for it tomorrow.
0: Yeah. Did you have any other honorable mentions before we close it off?
1: I had just written in Lost Ruins, which we talked about. Okay. My last one, I thought a lot about architects of the west kingdom
0: i had that on my list too so that's that's a really cool one where your worker placement but you can power up the actions by putting a bunch of workers there and then you can arrest people or round up your workers
1: yes it's been a couple months since we've played this one we did play it several at least twice yeah pretty close together and yeah. it's definitely in that in the Raiders family, so we really liked Raiders of the North Sea. So we figured we would like Architects mm-hmm. as well.
0: This one's a lot faster at two players. Architects is
1: ah uh, yeah, I was surprised by that.
0: Yeah it it doesn't it I think we finished games in like forty minutes or something like because that. because
1: you can use a lot of your workers at once too, which helps speed up the game.
0: Well, you play you can only we place one place? at a time, okay.
1: but maybe I'm picking up a different one.
0: Yeah, I don't know what you're thinking of. But you can only place one at a time, but if you have more workers there, it's like, if I place one, I get one resource. If I place a second worker, then I get two resources.
1: You're right.
0: Yeah. So.
1: I to out. Yeah. They did play fast.
0: Yeah, so. But that is our top, I don't know, probably 11 or 12 at that point, games of 2021 that were new to us. So hopefully... You 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 know listen to this and maybe you want to check out. We want to thank everybody for joining us on this episode and sticking with us. We had you know a child co-starring on the show with us, making some noise, having us to cut segments or redo segments. And then we had our our dogs you can probably hear in the background, but
1: Anyway, thank you so much for sticking with us. And you can see why it's taken us so long to get back into recording. But we are excited to be back. And we can't wait for 2022 and all the games that we're going to be playing. We still have several on our shelf that we have not got around to playing yet. So those will be coming up hopefully soon.
0: Yeah, and where can people see these awesome games that we talked about
1: you can always follow us on instagram if you don't already at a couple games.mz or you can email us with any questions comments concerns ideas at a couple games 2014 at com. that's really it we are also on tiktok as well but i've been kind of more into the instagram reels lately just because i i don't know it's been working better than tiktok has. i haven't really been updating on there as much
0: yeah but i think with that we're gonna bring it to a close but until next time i'm zach and i'm michelle and this has been a couple games